everyone, and welcome to Sex and Violence, your weekly punk rock movie podcast featuring things such as exposed breasts, nipples, peni, rock and roll music, exploding bloodhead things of geysers, etc., and Samurai Swords? Samurai Swords. Samurai Swords! Don't forget the guns, this is America. Right, I always recall your favorite contribution is always Samurai Swords. Yeah, it's always Samurai Swords. It's always Samurai Swords with you. I am one of your co-hosts, my name is Gabriel Mara, and along with me as always... Ryan Snyder. Hi Ryan, you're next to me today. I know, this is odd, normally we're like staring at each other. Normally you and I look like the cover of Hollow Notes' album H2O, where we're covered in sweat and like two inches between our noses. Yeah. Sexy. Yeah, we're about to do a duet of Maneater, and it's just... It's I love me some h and Indeed. Um, Ryan? Yeah? What episode number is it? We made it to 50. We made it to 50! Yeah. God. Yay! What are you talking? You haven't introduced yet. We have a guest. We have a guest. We have an incredibly specially honored guest. Ryan, please introduce him. My friend of... I don't know. I'm only going to be like a decade, ten at least. Years, yeah. Probably 10 years. Mr. Tyler Martis, welcome to the show. Hello, thank Hi, you. Hi, Tyler. Artist, renowned artist, Tyler Martis, who we've been teasing, has made the Custom Warriors poster, and dear listeners, we do have a winner, we which we will announce a little That's bit later. so exciting. So if you're listening to this, if I thought you won, <laughs> stay tight. Tyler, question number one. How often have people made fun of you for being an artist and your last name being what it is? Um, artists, definitely all my close friends, you know, mm. not a real job, that kind of, <laughs> that whole shtick. Um, I'm not like a fine artist or anything, so none of that. I can dig it. Um, the only thing about my last name is Fartis, one, really? like, elementary school. They don't call you Martis the artist? Or no. the Martist? I mean, that's, that's a waste. That's clever. natural. That is a waste of, uh, I, I don't, Ryan, come on. I think he's the Martist. I like that. Also means you're the Art. most artist. Artisan, Martisan, I don't know. I like so, that too. Yeah, I like it. I can I dig like it. It's all on all my I can dig it. I can <laughs> dig it. It's a special double feature. Tying that too. in there, I see. Yes. So let's go into you, Tyler, as our special guest. It's really, it's fucking fantastic to finally meet you. I've seen your art. Um, I was blissfully gifted one of your amazing Scott Pilgrim posters. One. It's just nice. so fucking beautiful. You told me to keep both, and I was like, I, I like your original dark one. Like, <laughs> Obviously, you don't like it enough, Ryan. I, I like I like the original one before you did your light and colors. I had Folk to be done. Oh, exposed. I don't think so. But. <laughs> well, I'm glad you like the poster, and thank you for all yeah. the kind words. I'm really happy to be here, guys. It's, it's been a long time in the making. Um, quickly, before we get too deep into you, um, do you want to tell people so they can look at your Instagram while they hear you speak? What is your um, name on Instagram? Look at your art. Uh, my name is Tyler Martis. My Instagram handle is T underscore Martis, M-A-R-T-I-S. Uh, I'm a graphic designer. I work at an ad agency near philly and uh yeah i put up poster pictures of my posters another job where you get to drink at work right yeah every once in a while <laughs> friday things more in the summer like margaritas that kind of deal nice yeah you guys i think last i talked to you about this you guys were playing the the ice game at what's work. the ice game oh smearing off ice oh yeah, you're ice getting ice yeah we got a little out of control with like <laughs> 9 a.m ices mm. people got sour yeah i can only imagine that i I don't think it's ever happened to me. I don't know. I feel like it's a game where if you lose, even if you lose, you win. Yeah. Unless if, like, you have to show up to your court hearing and then someone ices you, then maybe not a good idea. Mm. Like, guys, this is my custody hearing. Maybe like, not. Like, I cannot do this one. Like, don't be a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Can you get iced, like, in O'Doul's? 
Well, we had that. No. I had like a two month oh, time gold. period where all I was doing was getting <laughs> iced because when we had that Corey's wedding, yeah, everybody got iced. I didn't. Who brought the Who brought the spare enough ice I, I to actually, a wedding for that? I purpose? was I was everybody. told during um, <laughs> during the time that the groom and the like the the bridal party was getting their pictures done. I was uh, called away on a mission by one of the groomsmen who gave me twenty dollars and said, "Go find an open liquor store and get another pack." That's awesome. So I had to go get like two like twelve packs of like, and they didn't even have spear enough ice. I had to get something else. Can you guys explain quickly on air for those who don't know what is icing someone? Well, you take it. You you're more prolific um, in these arts. It's a pretty simple game. Um, the challenge is to get somebody to accept or stumble upon a wonderful Smirnoff ice uh, without them knowing, and if they do, they have to go on one knee and chug the entire thing. And yeah, that's about it. And then what? you laugh at them in shame. <laughs> and then they try and get you back. Yeah. What's, what's the percentage on a Smirnoff ice? I think it's like five, maybe. I don't think yeah. I've ever drank most, a whole one. It's like drinking syrup. Hmm. Like, it's it's yeah, so sugary. Sugar like, water. Like, the guy who drinks, like, who gets fucked over by those is going to have one hell of a headache the next day. Gross. But thank God you didn't bring Smirnoff Ice today. We got this nice uh, pack of Southern Tier. Local, correct? I'm not sure. It's no, it's no, Vermont. Vermont. Correction, Southern Tier is out of Lakewood, New York. Sorry, boys. Close enough. Well, well right around Tier. That's right around the corner. This podcast sponsored in part by Southern Tier. Is it Vermont? It's not sponsored, but we're drinking your product, so I don't know. Send me a free case. Do it for Ryan. And also a shot of Plantation 20th, which a wonderful rum that I was gifted. And then the giftee drank like half the bottle. Uh, I think that's really always funny. an important thing. If you're going to give someone a bottle, you should definitely drink less than a quarter of it. <laughs> I think I was I was laughing at the effects of it. It was fun. There was a well, show. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll get some Jameson in there, too. What's All up? right. What? I said there was a show. There's a show? Oh, yeah, there is a show. Yes. We're doing a show. No, but that, that um, the, oh, the gift yes. was, friend of the show, Neil Heimsoft's gift to you was getting drunk on the liquor he brought you. Yes, that, and that, that was actually... apparently being horribly inappropriate in front of your parents? <laughs> that doesn't bother me. Oh. It bothered his girlfriend more than it bothered <laughs> oh, me. Parents are nice people. Yeah. Yeah, they're all right. Yeah, they're rad folks. <laughs> yeah, they're they, they've, cool. gotten, they've gotten loaded with us. Yeah. No, they have. But once I moved out, my mom started just, like, drinking gin. So did my dad. Rad. Which is weird. Now they're really into gin. They're just trying to forget you, man. Yeah, gin and, like, the, dude, their basement was just packed with wines. Like, you go home and alcoholic. cabinets are full of gin and they got a dog named Ryan's Replacement. That's They should have named the puppy Cyan. that they got that. That's What's the dog's name again? Finn. Finn! FN2187. Hell yeah. That's what I call her anyway. Tyler, your thoughts on The Last Jedi? Um, this is a very loose show we're having. It's, it's 50th episodes, guys. Chill out. From what I remember, you guys did not like it, right? Oh, I liked it a lot. I did. I was not hot on it. I only saw it once, though. I've heard. I've heard on second viewing that people I'll probably say that there was a lot growing on it. Yeah, I definitely liked it more than the Force Awakens. Um, really? Yeah. That's an interesting. Expound. I don't know. I just the same kind of comment most people have. It's a rehash of New Hope, Fair. which I get it. It was necessary for all the fans that put in all those years, but mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I wanted something a lot new. I really mm -hmm. liked. I think my favorite part about the. The Last Jedi was um, the Force talk between Rey and uh, yeah. Swallow Ren. And his, his weirdly <laughs> huge body. He didn't even look buff. He just looked big. Yeah. yeah it was weird seeing that guy shirtless. I thought that lie. was the coolest part. They should have did yeah. more on that. No, um, I thought Last Jedi was great. Can't wait to see it again. And uh, I, I, like, I read this. It? Yeah, it is. I was going to buy a copy, actually. Did you guys already spoil this on here? What? Last Jedi? Probably. Probably. Did you guys I'll see that spoil Did things. you guys see the... Uh, the twist coming at the end. Which one? The Force Walk, or whatever. Do I? Oh, uh, with Luke Skywalker. Luke, yeah. Shadow Luke. 
No, I, I thought it was a continuity error. Then I'm like, ah. I did not yeah, see it coming. Like, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I was, was, I was very pleased. He did have the BA moment. He's just like wiping off his shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? That's awesome. Not for me, like, like I was in tears when it was like him just looking at the two sons again. And like yeah. his theme plays. And I'm like, I've been listening to this, same, like, this theme song since I was a tiny toddler wanting to be like a hero. And I'm like, he gets to like, he gets to be at peace finally. Yeah. Like, oh. I read this really wonderful article recently about someone who hated it on first viewing but loves it now. Is like, I had this big problem with it, which was they kept on, Ryan Johnson really tore down everything J.J. built with all of the plot threads too mm. soon. Uh, that's, that was my problem with it. It's okay. like, there were a lot of mysteries in Force Awakens that were immediately dashed and addressed in uh, Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, eh, what, what's left now? But I kind of dig it. Also, it takes place like two days later. Mm-hmm. I love that last scene where the kid walks out and then he's fucking... I forget what he sees. Wait, doesn't he force pull the broom to him? Does he? I think he's just sweeping. He's Somebody sweeping. told me that he force pulls the broom to him and I was oh, like, I didn't catch that. But... I just missed that. Um, uh, yeah, they inspired a new generation. Yeah. It was nice. Uh, Top Gallery, the, the founder of Daniel Michael hated that ending and he's wrong. That's, uh, fuck you, Danny. You're wrong about it. Fuck a lot you, Danny. Yeah, he doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> he really doesn't. I, I, barely, I told you last time I barely listened to yours. So. That's okay. I only like it, like, I don't know if you heard, I like making food late at night and listening to them. It's mm-hmm. like they're talking while I'm just cooking. Yeah. Yeah. I sit at a desk all day, so all day is just podcasting music, so just <laughs> yeah. listening to people. Tyler, what's your favorite episode of Sex and Violence? Or if um, not that, what's the favorite movie that we've done that you've enjoyed the most? Um, well, I already came in knowing Old Boy, and that's one of my favorites, so God, that was definitely that great. fucking amazing? Um, see the host. Yeah, see the host. I've not seen the host. Oh, see the host. I have seen uh, Snowpiercer and Okja, and they're awesome. Love Snowpiercer. I haven't seen Okja yet. Okja's really those, good. But... It's not entirely what I expected, but it was really good. And Jake Gyllenhaal crushes it. Yeah, he's so. What I saw, but he's so fucking. You don't even realize it's him. Oh, D in it. He's he, he reminds me of like like a twisted like PB Herman performance. Yeah, it's he's insane. so much. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Um. That's so, a selling point. Jake and he's Joel jerking Paul... off in a movie theater in it too. It's crazy. <laughs> He comes in a movie and he's just like, hey, fuck, it's me, Jake Gyllenhaal, fuck. Mm. I don't think he curses, but basically he's like sweating. No, he's Krusty the Clown. That's who he is. I'm I'm still fine with that. Yeah, it's great. He's such an interesting performer. Love that guy. I like Snowpiercer better, but. Yeah. Great movie. Uh, um, well, getting into that then, yep. Tyler. What? Um, so we got just to get to know you a little bit before we dive into our actual topics. Fiftieth episode. Fifty. Um, yeah. What are your favorite movies? What kind of stuff do you watch? We know you listen to podcasts while you work, but what kind of a movie watcher are you? What gets your ass out of a seat? Slash, what do you watch when you're stuck to a seat? Um, I like uh, pretty much everything. I have a broad spectrum. Um, love thrillers. Uh, dabble in the horror. Super into sci-fi movies. Um, yeah, you for a long time. You went, when you and I would hang out and like get drunk. You had a list on your phone, like separated. I have not kept up with that. I used to like. <laughs> I used to be really anal about making lists of stuff just so I couldn't forget for like times like this when I would need to actually uh-huh. list off movies. My kind of person. I haven't kept up with it in a long time. It was fantastic because it could be just late at night, everyone would like go to bed and it would just be me and him up late and just be like, you know, pull up your favorite sci-fi list and let's talk about them. And he'd just go through <laughs> and we'd talk about like each movie. It was hilarious. Dude, right now, Annihilation has popped to the top of that. Oh, that really? That Arrival have been my two favorites. Annihilation, yeah. Oh, you gotta see it. It's That's... complicated. I think... 
I really liked it. And friend of the show, Phil Laporta, mm-hmm. absolutely hated it. So I... I do remember him saying he was not a yeah. fan. If I could just sit inside a movie, that might be one of them. But on the whole, I don't know how much I thought it was really successful at what I wanted to do. But I thought it was great. Yeah. Fair enough. It needs a couple of rewatching. Guy. I just forget about that. But yeah, I also liked, you know, uh, Quentin Tarantino, crime, crime movie, thriller, murder mystery, that whole shtick. Naturally. Little cutie pie. I'm yeah. very excited to see his next one. Uh, what is it? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It's the American Marlon Manson title. one? Yeah. Or or it's Manson's Charles Manson. Just... Yeah. Same, <laughs> same guy. Mm-hmm. Both crazy serial killers. Except one sings. No, Charlie Manson sang too. Yeah, he was a mm. bros to the Brian Wilson. That's right. I forgot about that. Hmm. Listen, I don't know where I was going with this time. tangent, but yeah, looks like it's going to be a good movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for Tarantino. it. Tarantino. Didn't he say like after The Hateful Eight he was just going to get super weird with all of his movies? I, I welcome it. I'm all about it. And apparently it. he might do a Star Trek movie, too. That's... I'm... Okay. Whatever. I don't know. I, I think I if he did it, a Star but... Trek movie, he would, like, find some way to weasel out and be like, no, this doesn't count as one, one of my ten. <laughs> I was reading about it, and he was just like, we could make a whole movie out of one episode and do that with every single episode. So, I don't know. Maybe he's got something cooking up. Yeah, well, sure. Who are we to question him? He's, he's the master. Yeah. Yeah, the master. No, that was Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. Oh, sorry. Like that guy. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Force him up for once. Hold me down my throat. Okay, so we did movies. Movies. Um, I'll tell you guys on air, I didn't get a chance to get to 84. Oh, uh, no! Ryan, really? I was, um, honestly, it's me. How was it? Last week was my birthday, and I, I worked yes. all week. So I got called in on one of my days off. Oh, actually, hold on. And then I've been doing food truck stuff too. So um, you guys are just gonna have to tell me how great it is. Before we get into that, Unbelievable. Quick, actually, yeah. Ryan, um, sir, so happy birthday. Thank you. Happy Let birthday. Let me actually one second from the me. Can't believe you didn't watch the movie. This is like I think only the second time I haven't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I turned off. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, fabulous stains. I, yeah, st- I stopped okay. caring about that. Okay. So Ryan, sorry, not to get into another tangent. Uh-huh. But it was your birthday, uh-huh. so I made you a present. Mm. Well, specifically, it's two presents. Okay. So, Ryan. You made me presents? I did. So, uh, let's do it on air because it's fun. Okay. Here, it's, they're two of the same thing, but here's your first one. Okay. Let's see what we got here. Oh, dude, that's awesome. That's pretty great. It's fucking sweet. Describe for the listeners. He got me uh, my very own sex and violence uh, t-shirt, and it's like a band poster. That's awesome. And you and I are on it. Oh, that's so great. Actually, Tyler's one for you, too. Oh, thank you. And here's... Actually, so uh, I like that. You know what's kind of weird? It's impossible to find rainbow gradient poster pattern online. Uh Uh-huh. That's so cool. Also, I, I, I hand iron printed those, so if they start... You have to wash them inside out. And if they fade too much, I'll just make you another one. Tomorrow. Thanks, buddy. Oh, thank but, Ryan, you. actually, the other shirt I made for you, I'm actually way more proud of. Really? So, ready? Okay. okay. Here you go. Let's see. What's this one? One for you, too, Tom. Oh, shit. Thank you. Samurai swords, titties, and penises, shotguns. That will do. That's so cool. So, that one is... Please... Psychosexual lesbian con game. That's so awesome. I'm wearing the shit out of this. So, officially, we have merch. That's awesome. This is really cool, dude. Thanks, baby. Of course. And so, for I guess you couldn't tell, that is Daniel. (laughs) And on the bottom, hidden, is fuck you, Danny. 
That's so awesome. <laughs> um, I'll post online also the pictures of it, but also if you couldn't tell, I made that entire fucking collage by hand on That's my phone. So cool. And um, you can't tell because of I've covered it with the band names, but those are all characters from movies we did. I saw, because I could see uh, Old Boy down here. Yeah, yes. I recognize the uh, Six String Samurai yeah. down there. Yeah. Um, here, I'll post it also online so you can see what the actual, what it looked like before I added all the things. But I thought it was pretty amusing. That's pretty awesome. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, that was really cool, dude. Yeah, um, I was, I spent the last, before I got here, I was at Daniel's house using his inkjet printer uh, to print those out. And I was hand ironing them. That's awesome. Oh, man, I'm just, I'm just happy you're happy. I'm very happy. Okay. Thank you. It's so thoughtful. Okay, so happy birthday, Ryan. Thanks, buddy. Happy You're birthday. 28. I am 28. Remember being 28, Tyler? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm the oldest guy. He's a bit younger than me. Oh, never mind then. Yes. Um, get, get ready. But yeah, uh, so yeah, reasonings why I didn't get to it. My birthday, so I ended up... Also, yeah, shame on you. Yeah, it is. Sh it is. Yeah. I'm, That's I'm, just I'm, disrespectful. It is. Yeah. I, I disrespected the guest, but whatever. I've known Welcome to Sex and Violence of Tyler and Gabriel. Yeah, pretty much. So my work week got extended lo much longer than it should have. And then uh, food truck stuff. Mm. So um, mm. I'm in crunch time mode because I'm trying to open that up in like the next two weeks. So Damn. every day has been pretty, pretty bad. Yeah. Well, in that case, let's do the second movie first since Ryan didn't That's see fine. it. So um, we can dedicate a longer talk to the first thing. So it's you and me, Tyler. So first of all, the movie was Class of 84. It did look cool, I will say that. Um, you messed out. Yeah, Yeah. actually, Ryan... I kind of missed out. You, you fucked up, because I don't know about you, Tyler, but it was kind of awesome. Okay. And I was know, surprised how much I loved it. My, my awesomeometer is not very excitable, and it was kind of fucking awesome. That's right. I took notes. Yeah! Okay. <laughs> look at this. Guests with notes. He's just like Dr. Phil. I'm all about it. I Told like you. it. I'm a fucking nerd. So let me do some shit. quick background for any of you people who don't know what the hell this movie is. Class of 1984 is a Canadian-American action crime thriller film from 1980, 80, 82, 82, directed by Mark Lester. He did um, Firestarter. He did Commando. He did a bunch of fun shit. But, uh... The plot is... Tyler, do you want to tell the lovely listeners what is the plot of this movie? Um, keep it brief. We'll need to go into spoilers so Ryan can truly enjoy this movie. Um, I can spoil it. It's fine. I'm still going to watch it. Or spoil the hell out of do, it. Do whatever you want. The plot stars... Uh, if you were spoiling like Avengers Infinity War, I'd slap you. But. <laughs> yeah. You already know what that movie's going to be. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the plot stars uh, um, this new teacher at a terrible school, uh, Professor Norris. Andrew Norris. He's replacing the music teacher who... Mr. Goldstein. I don't know if they go over why uh, he's gone. Quote accident? I don't know. Yeah. Anti-Semitism. <laughs> Must uh, be. Probably. Actually, yeah. It starts if the kid's doing the thing. Yeah. I don't I know why you. they threw the Nazi stuff in. I think it was like a reverse save the cat thing. Like, you want us to think that these guys are pieces of shit and that but they're they are. <laughs> irredeemable. Like, just right off the bat, like, don't yes. even give them a shot. They're no. pieces of shit. Um, and yeah, it just starts off with him coming to this new school, and right away he's met by this um, other professor who was uh, Dr. Corrigan? Dr. Corrigan? Um, uh, it's um, Roddy McDowell. Yeah, he was in uh, Planet of the Apes. Yeah, he was Cornelius. Cornelius. I think he, that's the, one of the doctors. Yeah, he's also um, uh, the, the, the guy from Fright Night. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one? Um, uh, the, the vampire vampire killer from the TV. Oh, yeah. Did you guys see the remake? Yeah. I got pissed drunk during it, so not really. The only thing, the only good thing that came out of that was I found, um, 
that uh, country western cover of 99 Problems. Oh, yeah, by Hugo? <laughs> yeah. Song. It I plays over the credits, that. yeah. and that's how uh, that's one of uh, Michelle Monaghan's favorites. It's a great cast. Oh, Anton, man. Yeah, Anton. Yeah, I do want to see Thoroughbreds. <sighs> Thoroughbreds is so good. It's not playing any is that theaters near me. It was uh, last it's movie. playing down here. Oh, it's, it's already mm-hmm. gone. Oh, is it really? Yeah, sure. it was in and out in a couple weeks. Damn. I thought it was still playing. Definitely there. catch it. It's do you like Heather's? Do you like like teen? Like, I have not seen Heather's, but I Heather's know about it. If you like pitch black like teen movies, then yeah. it's really great. I'm down. But so go on, sir. So yeah, he comes to this new school and uh, immediately he meets this professor Corrigan who tells him you know he better strap up. And uh, oh, sorry, hold on. Trailer. Class of 1984. Take a look at my face. I am the future. Class of 1984. Their only goal is power. I run this school, man. Their only law is survival. If you want to survive around here, you have got to learn to look the other way. Their only allegiance is to themselves. Still believe in all that bullshit that holds it together. I pledge allegiance! Wise. Should have done me right. Like this. He tried to kill me! Somebody's got to stop this insanity. Well, you simply cannot afford to fail this class. Now, what is the answer? I am the future. I am the future. I am the future. But you've taught before. Nothing like this has ever happened. All right, I got to deal with it. Who's going to protect you? He's one man trained to deal with students, but they've pushed him to the limit. They've gone too far. Now he's going to give the class of 1984 the lesson they deserve. (laughs) Class of 1984, is this the future? Take a look at my face. trailer great trailer so after he meets corrigan he's in a little bit denial and as any new teacher would be coming into a school and um yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a soft like handsome guy from shogun looking music teacher what's what's, what's he gonna do a bunch of inner city youths yeah and then he is immediately beset just, upon yeah finds out that he's not in the school that he thought he was gonna be um, introduce the whole group of the, what do you want to call them, punks, Nazis, sure. just the gang of misfits uh-huh. that instantly just give him a whole crock of shit. And then Michael J. Fox out of nowhere. Yeah, for some reason. Michael J. Fox is in Michael this? J. Fox is first Little role. chubby <laughs> Michael J. Fox, who's bringing the heat just with zipping nerdy one-liners. Yeah, about right away. Fucking band You're like, camp. this guy's a fucking star. <laughs> he thought he was hot shit. Yeah. But he was... Before, I, I, much. before it was uh, Alex. Yeah, before Family Ties. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm actually kind of really amazed that the lead, the villain in this, this is Stegman. Yeah. 
I can't believe that guy didn't become a huge star because. Did you see what he went on to do afterwards? He became like a director, but I didn't see of what, like a lot of TV. He must be like resident HBO director, producer, writer. He's a he did Sopranos, The Wire, Boardwalk Empire, fucking. I think I wrote some of it down. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Oh, word. The Pacific, all those. Yeah. All directing. Right, so. I thought yeah. directing and then maybe producing. Light acting. Okay. Like that. Yeah, the villain. Um, he looks like the pretty boy from the room, but he has the intensity and charisma of Hans Gruber. Wow. He's so fucking good. It was bothering me half the movie, like, what he was reminding me of for mm-hmm. so long. And he was essentially, well, Ryan Gosling from Murder by Numbers. Have you ever seen that movie? I haven't seen that one. Oh, that's actually a really good movie. It's him and um, <laughs> one of the kids from... Uh, is, that the, is that the one where he's, he's the Nazi? No, it's him and Michael Pitt. Oh, like one love of the, that guy. The, one of the blonde brothers from... Funny games, yeah, and um, they're high, rich, like stuck-up high school students that um, join forces because they want to make the perfect murder. And uh, that sounds good, actually. Yeah, and Ryan Gosling is like to a T, the same guy. Just That's awesome. Very toned down. Super, super charismatic sociopath. All right. Teenager versus nerdy music teacher. It's great. Yeah. So then he's um, Professor Norris is quickly confronted by. The gang tries to push it off. Um, we find out that he has a wife at home, a pregnant wife, um, so that raises the stakes. And um, she has like nineteen eighties Playboy model face. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of like. They don't red wedding her, do they? Uh, is that a Game uh, of Thrones reference? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I've okay. never seen it. <laughs> well, if I watch another, no, they, she she lives. Okay. They, they. You're never gonna watch Game of Thrones. No, I'm kind of just saving it as like I was just saying this to my coworker the other day. It's like my final binge. Yeah, I'm waiting it's done, the then I'll watch it. Mm, that's why I'm not waiting. I'm already not in. It's a, a, it's pretty great. Um, although I hated the fact that I, like, I started it two years ago, and I had to wait, like, the full year for it to come back, and mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? You missed out? And then when it came back, like, this past year, now I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> wait, One more two season? Years. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Only six episodes left? How many books are there, like? thousand no there's like seven four or five and like he keeps like there's supposedly supposed to be one more there's and he a sorcerer's stone <laughs> wrong yeah whatever no it's what so there's okay storms. danny sword of storms uh winds of winter that's the that's the one that hasn't come out yet there's a bunch of books whatever so what happens in the rusted movie tyler so we can talk about how we felt about some, it and move uh, on to our main some events crazy shit happens um we meet some <laughs> of the other punks and they fit into the archetypes, but, like, perfectly. I really loved, um, what were their names? It was, like, Barnyard was Barnyard, the fat, the big fat disgusting guy. one. And then um, my favorite was Drugstore, the tall, squirrely one. Yeah. I thought he was fantastic. Did you have the sunglasses? Yeah, he was yeah. always being weird. And he had that first, like, typical high school, like, uh, when they were doing the present, not present thing. Like, just being <laughs> that douchebag kid that wasn't funny. Yeah. The, hey, if, they're, if I'm not here, can I, do I say... Not here. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so we learn more about them. Then there's uh, the ch- the girl, Patsy, I think her name is. And then there's like the uh, the other guy. I don't know if he had a name. He was more uh, like the muscle, I guess. Oh. He wore sunglasses. I thought he was... Oh, he's Fallon. Fallon, okay. So uh, we meet them and then Stegman. And the first alter... We find out that they're peddling drugs because they see this black kid... 
um, stealing drugs, which all of his lines were ADR. If, I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> There's a lot of ADR in this movie. Like, he didn't say one real word, and they chase him down to the bathroom, which is, like, their lair, mm-hmm. which I thought was really fucking cool. Good bathroom. Um, and they beat the shit out of him, and then slowly Norris starts to, like, try and, you know, butt his way in, change them, fix the stuff, and, um... Be a good teacher to solve the problems of the youth. Yeah, he had to bring morals into yeah. play. But, like, but Alice Cooper sings in the opening credits, They're the Future. I can't believe that that song was in there. Yeah, I didn't recognize him. I'm like, what is this weird fake rock song? Oh, it's Alice Cooper. Do you think that Alice he got... Alice Cooper in his 80s days. <laughs> he got kind of weird and not good. It was kind of bad. Do you think he got the gig because the school's out for summer and it was about school? Almost certainly. R- Ryan, please blind buy this because I think you really like it. Right, I will. No, you'll like this movie. I knew I, I knew I would like it. It's just like it said, surprised me by how much I'm like, okay, I like this. The only time I got to watch TV was like, like this week was last night, and because it was home with the wife, she was gonna kibosh any pick for sex and violence. Sure. So selfish. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Stand with I guess I guess you're not gonna have much for what are you watching lately this week? I have I have something new. You have a gambit. Yeah, something new. Yes. I don't know if this will make sense unless you like cut in the songs for this, but that Alice Cooper song. Done. They're like. When does a dream? Um, how does it? How does the song go? It's like. When a dream becomes a night. <laughs> yeah. Instantly, I thought of it's always sunny day, man. Oh. <laughs> what if you? No, same kind of thing. Yeah. Is that it's one like, of the ones he used for Nightmare on Elm Street? Oh, did he? You know, he, I saw him. Ca- he cameoed in one of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies as like his like father figure. Because he doesn't like you know Freddy Krueger's backstory. No, his mother he was, was his mother was locked in a room over the right. I didn't weekend, know that. Yeah. And he's uh, and was raped by a hundred inmates, so he's son of a hundred maniacs. Mm. So like the father figure in his life was like just like played by Alice Cooper. Sure. Yeah. She was a nun too. Yes. Because mm. she had to be. I just remember like those movies where like son of a hundred maniacs, the kids making fun of them and shit. Yeah. It's crazy. You really think that an establishment would have better safeguards let that not happen? Yeah, because those kids yelling that at him turned him into a crazy child killer. Yeah. Firmly believe that. That's completing the cycle. Yeah. I usually confuse my Nightmare on Elm Street stuff with the Simpsons episode. (laughs) The the Willie? Smarch, yes. Lousy Smarch. Love that thing. Do not touch Willie. Good idea. (laughs) I think the Rick and Morty one is a little bit better. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Love that guy. Bitch. What's his name? Scary Terry. Scary Terry. Dude, it's so good. So, wrap up this thingy. So, yeah, the first thing that really starts off the events is um, they sell drugs to Michael J. Fox and his friend, and his friend takes the drugs. I don't know, do they do coke or snort heroin I've done something? a lot of coke. I have never f- climbed the pole and jumped off of it. So, yeah, he gets way too fucked up during the middle of the day at school, climbs up to the top of the flagpole, and commits suicide. Or just falls and dies. Top of the world, ma. It's pretty hilarious. It's very... This movie is very after-school special while also being... Being what? Continue. I'm just oh, doing this very sorry. slowly. <laughs> Go ahead and finish it. I'm just watching you slowly spin a cylindrical item in your crotch. Yeah, it's uh, a yeah, very after-school after school, after school special while also being uh, pretty, uh, pretty fucking R-rated. And Do that, you ever get a chance to watch any of those? The yeah. The 80s after-school specials? Totally. They're pretty fun. They're pretty Have awesome. You? Is that like the don't smoke weed, you're gonna die? Basically, yeah. yeah I see the crazy alarmist kind of like yeah. PSAs in, in narrative form. That's you're, just a, you're a Kevin Smith guy. Kevin Smith. 
director. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the guy he hosts um, his one podcast with, uh, Hollywood Babylon, got his start in one of these specials. Really? Awesome. And it was like, the topic was like um, high school gambling. He was like, yeah. What? I was like, <laughs> Dude, Kevin Smith looks super skinny now. He looks great. Well, he had just had a heart attack. Yeah, we did. We we talked pretty heavily about him last episode. So, I'm actually like the dude went down. The URA, like forty pounds. Yeah, he starts making me feel like shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Not Matt, me. He, I have a high metabolism. Like, yeah, I've I stopped out. walking like like forty miles a week because I don't bartend anymore, and like it's it's showing. Instead of Saturday night, I sit I sit on the couch and eat cake and watch British TV shows, and Classy. like oh boy. Yeah, you do do that. Yes. Uh. Let us partake quickly before we finish 50 our talk episodes. of 50 episodes. Yeah, 50 oh, episodes is called for celebration. Sorry, it's going to be very uh, slow readers-y again this uh, episode, <laughs> guys, because we're drinking. Oh, my. This may be the most laid-back version of this podcast I've ever... I'm very fine with that. Sorry if I'm so going fun. too slow with the... Uh, I'm just trying Hurry to... Hurry up, time. No, we're just jumping off on tangents and in- interrupting you. Yeah. <laughs> you would have been done 20 minutes. Like, so we far, we talked about Freddy Krueger and, like, fucking Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman been, yeah, while you're trying to finish your... They're all discussion. related subjects. It's necessary. It's always good to mention The Simpsons. Building yeah. the plot. All right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the flagpole incident is what lets the fire under the professor, and he confronts uh, Stegman, mm-hmm. who then has his fight club moment. <laughs> where he wants to, he starts bashing his face against the mirrors, making it look like the professor beat him. Mm-hmm. Then that really raises the stakes. He goes and visits him at his um, mom's apartment, yeah, which his is beautiful penthouse. That's where I was struggling with, like the motivation for why he was such a piece of shit. Was his oh. dad dead? No, I think he was just—he's just a fucking like sociopath. He's—he's he's supposed to be the scary future teenagers. You know, he's a brilliant piano player. He has everything, but solid also pianist. he's just yeah, solid. He's also just a monster. That's why I liked about this like movie. Like, all young people. That they, like, yeah. just threw the whole, like, oh, teacher sees a rebellious kid, wants to change, that's smart, wants to change him. They just threw that out the window. They're like, no, some people are just evil pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, I really like that about the movie. There's no real motive for why they were so fucked up. Yep. And, um, from then, um, the Nazis, or the punks, skin all the animals in the biology lab. Poor Roddy McDowell's and- animals. And, Jesus. fun fact, those were real skinned oh, animals. Awesome. Oh, no! So, half the actors couldn't be on set because they couldn't stand the smell of the dead animals. Fair enough. Yeah, pretty gross. Honestly, good for Roddy McDowell for some A-plus acting. fucking awesome. This movie's great. He was the man just drinking on the job in the yeah. lab. <laughs> pro- I love that character. I wish the movie had been about him. He- if the movie's all about him fucking cracking up, and he does, then I think it would have been a great movie anyway. But to do more. Is it after that that he has his big scene with the gun? So. Yeah. If you want to explain that, I think it's pretty sweet. So, um, at some, so like, a whole bunch of kind of scary stuff's happening, and the, um, Andy, the, the teacher, he's all like, I don't know what to do. Like, this Stegman kid keeps on, like, bugging me for some reason to keep on persecuting me instead of the kids. And then, uh, he's having a nice barbecue with Rodney McDowell and their wives. Mm-hmm. Rodney McDowell is having, like, a slightly drunken, teary kind of like, if I could only touch one young person's future. I, I, I made sure I had the future because it sounded horrible. <laughs> Cut That's to... why the kids are fucked up. <laughs> banging Cut... all of them. Cut to the next day where Roddy McDowell is conducting class with all the punks with his fucking gun. And he's just like, class. What's the Y chromosome? And everyone's petrified, and Andy's trying to talk him down. And, like, Ryan McDowell like, comes up to, uh, to Fallon mm-hmm. sunglasses. 
uh, drugstore. To drugstore. Drugstore, and it's like, what defines a woman's DNA? And he's like, the Y chromosome. And he kind of has this entire freak out until he almost shoots Stegman. And then Andy saves him, etc. Craziness happens. And it's this really intense scene. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you think that maybe he'd be in custody, but he's not. Nope. Roddy McDowell, cut to Roddy McDowell in his fucking car, taking swigs from like a flask, tries to run over all the teenagers in his car. Cool. So I was leaving that awesome. punk bar, which was really cool. Yeah. I would have loved to go to that punk bar, dude. They had a couple different places that they operated out of, and that was a really cool one. Yeah, is it a problem that you, like, I was just like, oh man, I want to be one of these teenagers. That sounds like an awesome time. Yeah, the movie, like, weirdly makes you relate. I don't, I don't know if really relates the best word, but, like, you want to hang out with the punks. Like, they yeah. look really cool. They're really cool. They're badasses. Definitely the cool kids. But they're yeah. pieces of shit. Yeah, they're also <laughs> monsters. Yeah, it sounds like some people I know. But yeah, this movie really touched home with, like, just being rebellious against authority in Couldn't high school. teenage shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. But it's from the point of view of the teacher, which kind of mm-hmm. makes it weird. So, basically, he continues to try and dangerous mind them. Uh... Michael J. Fox gets fucking shanked in the middle of the <laughs> cafeteria. And he refuses Michael. to rat on them because he knows they're going to kill him. And uh, oh, what happens next? So he's trying to... So Andy's trying to conduct the class to do a, a great orchestra. And then... Oh, we forgot something. So when Andy goes to Stegman's apartment and he gets rebuffed by his mom... Stegman, his mom, is all like, you abuse my little boy, get out of here. So fucking teacher Andy steals Stegman's car and just crashes it all over the place just to fuck with him. That's pretty awesome. sweet. Yeah. Cool. The car work in this movie was awesome. It looked yeah. all like, I mean, obviously all it's All the action CGI. is shockingly great in this movie, too. Like, I don't know why this movie isn't as popular as The Warriors, because I think it really should be, because it's really that pulpy and that well done and kind of fucked up. Good score. Great score. This was a perfect pick that you made to like pair with the Warriors. I forgot who suggested it to me. It might have been Larry Toft. I think we, you were talking about this last time that I, I think it was Larry. He was talking about some other crazy movies when I saw him. Liquid the Sky? Days. Yeah, I, I told him. I was like, he's like, have you done Liquid Sky yet? I was like, no. Larry, you have to Sorry. be on the show. We're going to watch Liquid Sky together for doing it. Yeah, exactly. Like I, That movie looks yeah. like a little too weird for my taste. So the culmination of the movie. It is time for the big orchestra performance. Um, Andy's wife is like, should I go to my mom's? I'm pretty scared. He's like, it's fine. Come to the music performance. It'll be great. So, Stegman and his goons come in, and they gang rape poor, poor Mrs. Norris, and they take pictures of it, and Harley Quinn Very graphic. Actually, no nudity, but very graphic. Yeah. Very graphic. They made it too real. Mm. Yeah. They made it really real. It's pretty upsetting. And the Harley Quinn girl, Patsy? I think so. She's very Harley Quinn. I still mm-hmm. So, she gives a, a Polaroid of her get, of, uh, the girl, of his wife getting raped to Andy before he conducts a performance. And kind of abruptly, almost, it becomes crazy chase, siege, violent action movie where Andy fights all the gang members one by one and he brutally murders them all. And then it climaxes in a final showdown between him and Stegman on the rooftop. Basically the establishment versus the unruly youth and little uh, the clarinet girls conducting the orchestra in the meantime because, you know, you gotta... She had a nice full circle coming around. Deneen, yeah, I think great. her name was. The, the she, she taught the class while there was no teacher, and then yeah. she got to make the final again, concerto. When, when Andy gets corrupted, dragged down into the muck, 
oh, I love the, this. This movie has a disclaimer in the beginning and it's based on true events. It's like, really? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, don't think so. Never is. So, final awesome showdown fist fight on the rooftop. Like, these fight scenes are weirdly great. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I'm like, since when is he fucking Charles Bronson? <laughs> they, they, they hint that he's like, like, Roddy McDowell's like, can you fight? Do you know jujitsu? And, like, all it says... He's anti-Semitic again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, oh, you know, I, I know some moves. Was I explained? Was I not paying attention? No. No, for some reason, Andy's a really capable fighter, and he fucking, like, throws a kid on a chainsaw blade. Pretty awesome. I feel like they had the whole fight scenes in the end of the movie, and then just worked backwards from there and made mm. a movie. Because all those were, like, he's killing him with the buzzsaw, cuts <laughs> his fucking arm off. Yeah, that was great! He sets him on fire in the uh, in the shop class, or uh, the garage. Yeah. But, yeah. That was, was awesome. All right. Oh, um, well, yeah, he beats Stegman. And, hooray! The end. It's really good. So, in yeah. summation, Ryan, you fucked up. Yeah, I knew I knew I was going to yell that. Yeah. Unbelievable. Shameful. I do nothing but disappoint. 50 episodes. At least it happened here. That's true. <laughs> it's me not fucking up until this point. That got <laughs> You've just been saving it. I, I knew somebody else could carry the weight today. Alright. So, in that, now that we've done that, um, any last thoughts on Class of 84? Um... You wrote notes. I want I you to. I want you to, to use your notes, Tyler. Um, I really liked. I mean, this is kind of fucked up. I really liked like how they went into their final punk outfits for that last part of the movie. Mm-hmm. And the worst part about it is that they used the wife's makeup that mm-hmm. they raped as war paint for like their final battle. And as hmm. gruesome as that is, it visually came off very interesting. Yeah, it's cool. Good stuff. Cool trailer. I shouldn't see the <laughs> The whole school was awesome. I think it was all filmed in a real school, and they spray-painted, like, every inch of it. So just all the backdrops are really cool to look at. The bathroom, like I said earlier, was sweet. It had one of those circular sink things, like in Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just waiting for it to drop down, and there's the whole movie was going to change. Um, and Morning Myrtle will pop up? Yeah, I don't know. The pacing was really good. I just liked how they threw out the whole the whole platform for this kind of movie, and we're just like, we're going to do a different exploitation film and just... And it's, Crush an, it. it's an incredibly tight one. Admittedly, I was working on your shirts while I was watching it, but I was just like, this movie's really good. I'm mm-hmm. actually really enjoying this movie. That's definitely like a fun movie to watch with your friends. Mm-hmm. Like the next movie, The Warriors. Mm. Ryan's time to shine. Uh, I, dude, dude, I've probably seen The Warriors like over 50 times in my life. Like easy. When was the first time you guys saw The Warriors? That's a good question. Tyler, you first. Um, I found it late in life. Um, oh, trailer? Trailer. These are the armies of the night. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? The Furies. The Boppers. The Hi-Hats. The Lizzies. The Turnbull ACs. The Gramercy Riffs. Riffs! And these are the Warriors. We know about the Warriors. They're a heavy outfit. They're from Coney Island. Warriors? You guys are the big dudes, huh? Now, they're in the Bronx. We're going back. 
27 miles behind enemy lines. It's the only choice we got. Between them and safety stand 20,000 cops and 100,000 sworn enemies. I want them all. I want all the warriors. They've got one way out. They've got one chance. They've got one night. The Warriors. Great trailer. Great trailer. I was introduced to this movie probably sophomore, junior in high school by... Ryan's cousin, uh, one of my best friends who I grew up with, and that's actually how I met Ryan. Yep. And, um, oh, that's nice. Yeah, watched it one night over the... I probably oh. met you while you were in, like, middle school, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm maybe eighth grade, seventh grade. Yeah. So I was, like, 2008, so... I thought it was earlier. No. Either way, doesn't matter. Yeah, doesn't matter. <laughs> so, yeah, I watched it over beers one night, I'm sure um, his brother showed him that, and uh, vice versa. Mm-hmm. And, yeah fell in love with it and this was before I had Netflix or Hulu or anything so I had it recorded on demand yeah. so like any like Saturday Sunday morning I would just throw that on as background because amazing soundtrack I remember someone like what got me to go like get it was like I was like maybe 14 someone like this with their fingers together like Warriors I'm like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> like dude you have to see this movie The Warriors so I bought it when I was like 14 or 15 on DVD. Like I saved up my money so I could like have something like my dad drive me to like Best Buy. But like I got to buy the Warriors. It's like you've never even seen this fucking movie. Like, what you... <laughs> so I watch it and I just fell in love with it completely. And then like all through like high school, every time I'd have like beers or glass bottles of soda, I'd have to do it <laughs> yeah. and annoy all my like you know, girls that I dated and like, warriors and like clink them together. You have to do I it still right. do it with my wife and she's like, Are you, you're a fucking child. It's a must. Yeah, you have That was to. just your girlfriend test to see if they'd stay around. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Now she's like, all right, I guess we'll let him do it. I, I forgot how, so let him tire like, out. legit scary, actually. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm on my phone, like, doing photoshops and then I look up, I know it's a scene and I'm like, this dude's kind of fucking terrifying. He's yeah. legitimate, like, like, the leader of the rogues, what's his name? In the movie? Oh. Oh my god. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I, I'm gonna find. I only remember, it. like. Luther. That's yes. right. Yeah, so, like, I Luther. David Patrick many, Kelly's Luther. There's not many times where they call him Luther, though. Yeah. Oh. Kind of fucking terrifying. And, like, yeah. I look at him, like. Show. He's really compelling as that thing. He's, he's great. I like him, uh, recently, the, the thing that I've seen him in was, um, uh, John Wick. Who's he in John Wick? He's the cleaner. cleaner, yeah. He is? Oh, yeah. that's wonderful. I was in something else fairly, or not recently, but like, I was watching TV and the I was like, The Longest Yard. The fucking guy from... <laughs> the Longest Yard? Yeah. He's in the remake? Hunger. Yeah. Really? He's... He played Harrius Truman, The Flags of Our Fathers? Yeah, where was... There was something, like, no, it was earlier. The Crow? Yeah, it was The Crow. That's where I, that's where I had seen him when I was just watching The Crow and like, I, I follow the rules of like, for... for uh, the only way I can watch The Crow is it has to be October and it has to be raining out. Fair enough. The only times I'll watch The Crow. Easy. Like those two parameters are met. And I was watching it and I was like, oh shit, I forgot he was in this fucking movie. But yeah, he's great. Like, and um, what's his face? Swan. 
Yeah, Michael Beck. Swan's career got ruined by the next movie he did, that uh, that weird dance movie. Zardoz? Is that it? Because yeah. I remember oh, we had some quote that, like, that, any, doors that uh, any doors that the Warriors opens for me, uh, Zardoz closed. That's funny. Absolutely. Which is interesting. I've only watched the trailer for that movie for um, another movie podcast, and it was that was hard to watch. <laughs> we should, we should find him... And Michael Perret oh, and have them do Xanadu, a, a, not Zardoz. Oh, sorry. Have them do a uh, Zardoz a is the Zardoz uh, is um, Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah Xanadu is a, is a fucking Lovey Newton John movie. Mm-hmm. Zardoz is hard to watch. I tried watching Zardoz, couldn't. I watched. I the, just couldn't do it. The only way I was able to get through it was I actually had was sitting in a theater with former guest Steve Boston, Ryan Hill. Did you get him back on? Yeah. Well, those are two comedians. Yeah, they're yeah, awesome. funny. Yeah, they're, they're great dudes. I love them both. Yeah. Yeah. I can't... I've never been able to get through Zardoz. It's... Not that I've tried that hard. It's really weird. Like, the whole yeah. movie's... Biz- like, I, like, if you asked me, like, what's the movie about, I, like, I really wouldn't be able to tell you. Like, it's like, just... You think it might be awesome weird? And it's just weird weird. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. You can cut this out of this show. I was... This is what never. I was going to talk about earlier. I watched this fucking movie called Beyond the Black Rainbow the other day. Have you ever heard of that? No, I don't know. Um, the guy's only done one other movie, and it's coming out. It's a new Nicolas Cage movie called Mandy. It's okay. this guy. His name's like me. Cosmos Panos. He's like the son of the guy who wrote Tombstone, and he uses okay. his father's inheritance money for that script. It sounds like you're making this up. No. <laughs> and he made this movie that's so bizarre, and it's literally, the whole movie is just subtext. There's okay. barely any words, and a lot of people think Stranger Things. Cosmatos. Um, they think that Stranger Things took a lot of uh, oh. the plot and the Is this look. what they just sued the Stranger Things guys over? Oh, I don't know. The movie's beautiful. It's like has all this old vintage graphic design. It's filmed with like has cool grain on it. I don't know. It you think it's gonna be cool, but nothing fucking happens during the whole movie, and I was so infuriated. That's the worst. And I didn't know if I missed some bigger meaning behind it, and I thought that you might have hmm. seen it. I needed to talk to somebody about it. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so should we break down the Warriors? It's a fairly simple plot. Mm-hmm. Um, or just do give me your favorite scenes. I'll, I will break down the plot, and then we'll do favorite. Yeah, scenes. This is, we can do it. I mean, everyone, I, mean, <coughs> I, I can't. If if you like this show and you haven't seen the Warriors, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Well, here's what? here's your brief one. If you haven't seen it, a bunch there's a bunch of gangs that are in New York in the late '70s. One guy wants to unite them. All the gangs under one giant roof. Uh, all the gangs meet What's up to... What's his name? Cyrus. 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 He's magic. Yeah. Can Crushes it. Um, that guy was pulled out of nowhere to do that, be that uh, guy, which is fucking unreal. It is very like, theatrical. Like, yeah. Like, way. beautiful. That entire speech that he... His uh, Can You Dig It speech is yeah. fucking great. Okay. Um, so Cyrus wants to unite all the gangs in New York under one banner so they can rule the streets... You know, it's oh, makes sense. Suffers, and then uh, someone kills him, and then somebody who that somebody who killed him blames it on the warriors. The warriors did it. So the warriors have to get from where in uh, New York are they? They're in Coney Island. No, I know they're in Coney, but where are they here? They're in Pelham Bay Park in the Bronx. Okay, so they have to make it from the Bronx back to uh, their home turf, and every gang in the city is out looking to kill them. For those who wouldn't understand, uh, I live in New York, <laughs> not to be a Brita about it, but taking the train from Coney to Pelham Bay, that would take you two and a half hours. Really? Yeah. No, seriously. Um, I've always joked that 
the time it would take me to take the train in Brooklyn all the way to where my girlfriend lived in Queens, I could drive from New York to Allentown, Pennsylvania. Why are the trains that slow? Well, you just make stops, and they're circuitous. Oh. They take a long time. And so they're also not running. It's all the starting and stopping. But it's uh-huh. not a short distance. It's like 26 miles. It's like a marathon for them to go all the way through. So even if they were running, it would still take them hours, which it does. Yeah, it takes them all night. It takes them all night, baby. Come on, Ryan. No, so uh, they have to make it home um, before these gangs. Poor Cleon. And they have no idea why these gangs are trying to kill them. Until, like, halfway through the movie, they're like, oh, it's when the Lizzie's Yeah, when Rembrandt is all, like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. not partaking. And they're like, oh, shit, that everyone thinks we killed them. We gotta, you know, clear our names. And then it leads to a climactic fight at the end of the movie. So, gentlemen, I'll go around the table. Give me okay. a couple of your favorite scenes, starting with you, Mr. Martis. Um, obviously, everybody's favorite gang is the, um, the Baseball Furies. Obviously. Yeah. So they're... One of the coolest gangs to look at, and I love the whole scene. You know, I'm gonna shove the bat up your ass like a popsicle. Turn you into a popsicle. Yeah. James Ramar. Quick sidebar to that. Apparently, James Ramar is gonna be at the Philadelphia Comic Con this next week, two weeks from now. What? My brother is going, and he said, "Hey, do you still have your Warriors DVD? Want to get it signed?" And I'm like, "Well, I love James Ramar. Yeah, he's so fucking." Dexter's dude. dad. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Dude, him in Forty Eight Hours. Continue. Oh, it's great. Um, but yeah, that whole fight scene where they're running through the the park is really cool, and it's got like a kind of like an Asian grindhouse. I don't know oh, how to the, describe uh, the, it. The sounds you mean, to, or the just the music the paired soundtrack. with the fighting. Oh, totally, it's, a, it's just that, like um, what, no, 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 Walter no. Hill even said he wanted it to be like a samurai fight. Yeah, that's what. That actually kind of reminded me of because not too actually that he does say that it kind of does remind me of like the uh, the soundtrack of Wolf and Cup. Totally. Now that kind of made me think of like in Predators when the um, the samurai fights the yeah. the predator in the yeah. field. Like it's kind of that's yeah. a good that fucking of, movie. Damn it! I don't know why everyone shits on it so much. It's not a great movie. It's a good movie. I think it's a great. Actually, it's it's a really good movie. One of but these it's underrated. The Topher Grace classics. <laughs> <laughs> and the Topher Spider-Man Grace Spider Man Three classic <laughs> field there. Yeah. Hmm. Gabriel. Um, another another scene you like? Well, can I quickly ask you guys? Have either of you played the Warriors video game? Yeah, a, a little bit. Because that's what got me into the Warriors. That I'd only ever vaguely heard of the movie before. Before I was a cinephile, in oh four oh five when the game came out, that's when the resurgence happened. And I was a junior in high school when that happened. So I that's when I was really all of a sudden like, what is this fucking thing? What's the Warriors? What's this awesome dude? Yeah. The ads often were of Cochise, this fucking glorious like head. The coolest looking He's one. He's the coolest fucking dude. And I played it, I got the game for my brother for his birthday, and we played it incessantly, and that game is awesome. It fills out fun. all the backstory of all of them, of how Cleon and Vermin start the Warriors and everything. It's mm-hmm. such a good fucking game. And it's that which is mythology and it leads all to the classic thing. And I'm like I really I forgot how much I really like these characters. Like I wish I knew more about Cowboy and Snow. Yeah. I love it. Like, like I love that they all have like them. the code names. Yeah, I, I, I Vermin, it makes you... Rembrandt, Swan, Cleon, Cochise. He's Ajax. one of the coolest ones too. Yep, the Ajax. And I like like you watch this movie and you're like, oh, I wish I was one of them. Fuck. Yeah, they're like they are the perfect gang. Mm-hmm. And my favorite scene is probably the encounter of the orphans. Oh yeah, yeah. Like when when him and when Swan and Fox try to parlay, 
fast. You know what's so sexy about that scene is the way that like Swan throws the bottle and yeah. it just like swings through the yeah. air like he's throwing a football. Like it looks <laughs> so cool. Like I love that. I always go back. And that play. scene sets the tone for Swan though because he just has his little little tiff with Ajax like, oh, I'm war chief. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm war chief. And then that's his first test. Like he has to go tell them, fuck you. We're not taking off our colors for you. Yeah. Like you guys are nothing. You weren't even at the big meeting. Maybe I'll buy that game again yeah. tonight. I really want to like. I know you can throw your body at people. Yeah. Just throw your entire body. Oh, and then if you beat the game, you unlock the double dragon co-op mode. Oh, I didn't oh. play that much. I love that game, dudes. Ryan, what was your what's your favorite scene from the Warriors? I, you know, dude, it's so hard to pick. Um, I've I've noted on this uh, show before that I I am eternally grateful to uh, Lawrence and Ryan over at Arts Quest for having mm-hmm. their cult Saturdays. I literally took off of work at like nine o'clock last summer just so I could go and see the Warriors in theater. Um, and seeing it like I, it was the first time I've ever seen it on big screen, so it was awesome. Yeah. And it's I not the version of you I was like running down the street, putting on your baseball Furies makeup, getting ready to go. Oh, that's pretty much what I was doing. Um, so like, and it's it was a different version that I've I've never seen theatrical version. Mm. I've only ever seen director's cut where they mm. do the comic book pages. I don't think I care for the comic book things. I I like them both equally, but the originals on Hulu. Okay. So I watched it like yesterday. Okay, I'll, I'll do that tonight instead of watching 1984. Dude, uh, no, no, come on, man. <laughs> Let me get to my favorite scene. Go please. Um, so <laughs> I've told you on air how much I love like flamboyant characters. This is my favorite scene, but it's one of my favorite lines. Is uh. Gramercy riffs with his, the leader being like, who are these warriors? <laughs> fucking li- Every time it's on. Um, but the scene I, I think I like best, I'll probably kick myself because I'll think of like four other ones later. But early in the movie, right before they run to the train, where it's like they're running back and forth like Turnbull ACs, mm-hmm. those skinhead bucks. And then just like, <laughs> he runs back, he's like, are we going to do it? Are we going to make it? And the no words are just like, fuck it. And they take off running down the street with the Turnbull ACs behind him, like screaming and throwing shit at him. And they finally get on the bus and they're just like flipping him off. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that scene so much because you can feel the intensity, like running for your life while this bus full of assholes is trying to run you down and fucking kill you. And then the elation of like, ha ha, beat ya. Mm-hmm. And they're nine weaponless guys facing yeah. the entire city of gangs. Yeah. They're the best. Yes. Yeah. But, um, like, I love how... That is F- another good line. Like, your warriors are good. Really good. <laughs> the best. Like, really effortless world building. And also, like, I, I, I didn't say it because I thought you were going to say it, but bathroom fight scene of the punks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the second best. Like, I, I was watching that thing and I's like, oh, world's end. Yes. Like, like, you know, Damn, like, that entire right. fight scene, like, like, it's Ed Wright being like, you know what's a great fight scene? That fucking thing of the warriors, amazing. Like, oh. It's any time that they encounter another gang, I think that the movie really pops. Mm-hmm. Like, because you're, you're like, this is so ridiculous. Like, <laughs> like there's a, a groups of dudes that wear baseball jerseys and face paint prowling the streets of New York saying, this is my turf. Like, the fuck out of here. <laughs> Little piece of turf. Little yeah. piece of turf. That's why I was like, a couple of years ago when they started first, like, having the grumblings of, like, we're going to do a remake. I was like, no. Oh. And then they're like, and we're going to set it in you know, present day, and use real-life gang members. And be like, th- this movie They did only... have real gang members in the original, I thought. Yeah, that's probably... Well, they, they had uh, real gang members, um, yeah, I think it's extras, and there were, uh, from what I read online, that there were actual, like, turf war beefs being had in the theaters. Because, yeah, like, yeah, gangs yeah. were going to see this movie. 
Um, but like with the remake, they're like, yeah, we're gonna use like real gang members. Like, I don't want to watch like the Warriors. Oh no, we better get past the Latin Kings. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because there's that beef in the theaters because of that. So on the original poster, um, there is the. 60,000 people and whatever, 60 gangs. So they took that off of the poster after all the gang stuff because they made it too real because it's like, um, they bring up yeah, how many cops original, and, and they're all after the warriors. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they took that off the real one and that's why I put it on mine because I was got to yeah. keep that 11. Yeah, that's awesome. Fucking um, assholes. I did love the Gramercy riffs though. Like anytime that they went down in that cool room and it was mm-hmm. very like again once again it was like I had a very like cool <gasps> right. Asian yeah they're clearly like black exploitation like mm-hmm. like kung fu people like just fucking awesome very they don't cool. have to say it out loud you have ever. a whole room full of chefs yeah oh it's so goddamn <laughs> cool. wearing weird ass kimonos yeah. <laughs> yeah orange jumpsuits you could really say this is a prison allegory you know what I think the Warriors is actually kind of racist no no they're yeah probably. I don't know. Let's put all the black guys in orange jumpsuits. <laughs> hey, triple ACs are multiracial. Which oh, was yeah, it's, yeah, it's um, they're like they, those skinheads. Skinheads. I think that's just the part of their look. Skinheads we, were originally were not always necessarily racist. We've like heard this spiel for the last ten years from <laughs> yeah, somebody uh, from a certain someone I might or may not know. Oh boy. Yeah, that the uh, skinheads were originally working class, and it was a you know they were only working class. And they shaved their head. Yeah, what? Sh- sharps skinheads against racial prejudice, which is kind of cool. No, I'm like, so watching this, like now and again, I'm just kind of like, I worry that the Warriors have become like, like scarfaced. That's become like a T-shirt thing. No. But then watching it again, I'm like, no, this is just fucking great. I just yeah. enjoy it. This it easily could have become in about. that Scarface Fight Club yeah. bro movie it, thing. It, it, it's just on the edge, but it, it still is. Has I think no it's. Way. I think it's always going to remain in that cult movie thing. I just like, hear that noise, the, like the bump, 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 I feel like that was one of the first 80 soundtracks like that. Yeah. Because of 79. He was yeah, kind of a pioneer with that soundtrack. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. great. God, I hate that Fight Club is put in that bro bracket because I really yeah. love that movie. That's one of my favorites. It's it's a movie that it's it's so good, but also the associations have almost ruined it. Yeah. The writing is so good. But my favorite writer wrote that book. Uh, he also wrote Invisible Monsters. Chuck Palahuniuk. Palahuniuk. I don't know how to say it. I'm not going to butcher it. Palahuniuk? Yeah. But anybody who likes his stuff, read Invisible Michelle Monaghan Monsters. is a big fan of his. We have like... Really? He, oh my god, yeah. Talked about Yeah. Um, I, I really like Choke. Choke's uh, really good. Clark Gregg directed that. That's a That's perfectly solid adaptation. Sam I, Clark Gregg, husband of... Jennifer Grey? Is he really? You didn't know that? I think, I think we talked about this. Yeah. I'm like, Agent Coulson? Yeah, Agent Coulson married baby. That's so awesome. Uh, Tyler, your thoughts on Dirty Dancing? Never seen it. Oh my god, dude, it's so good. I have not seen it. It's... Dude, do not even think it's a chick flick. It <laughs> no. is not a chick flick. Oh no, I'm sure it's it fine. Like, do you like good movies? Yeah. Then you'll love Dirty Dancing. It is probably one of the... I wish we would have brought that up last episode. Yeah. Oh, fuck, it's a good movie. One of my favorite palate cleansers. Except don't watch Havana Nights. No. Yeah, it wasn't gonna. That's the, that's the point. Yeah. Not gonna. No. Yeah, I love that dude. He's so great. But yeah. Yeah. Why would you bring back Patrick Swayze for that? Yeah. He's so fucking useless. What a waste. Fuck that movie. Poor Sorry. Swayze. We're just talking about a lot of dead actors today. <laughs> dead actors podcast. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, all around. Uh, everyone loves the Warriors. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? This the 
this movie is actually one of those like barometer tests of whether or not I could be friends with somebody. Yeah. Of like, oh, you're you fucking like the Warriors. If someone's like, dude, I fucking love the Warriors. I'm like, cool, we're gonna have a good time together. If someone's like, I hate the Warriors. I'm like, well, fuck you. And then there's the Warriors. Yeah, it's all right. Well, again, fuck you. Like, yeah, there's no I, I can middle see ground. How it is some people wouldn't like it watching it now. Like. But it's a grown I, adult. I, I, I really don't, though, because I think that if you don't like this movie, I think you're wrong. It's not too violent. It's not too weird. It's just cult enough to be fun, and it's just violent enough to be action, and it's just, like, character-driven enough to be to draw to anyone. I, I bet that the professor would like this movie. So mm. I, I, I think that, like, if you don't like this movie, then I think you're just not watching it closely enough. I think... I don't know if Michelle Monaghan... I know Michelle Monaghan like, always doesn't want to watch it because this is a movie that I always want to watch. I can see not yeah. being in the mood to watch The Warriors, but if you think it's a bad movie, I think you're wrong. I think it's I think it's one of the greatest cinematic achievements in history. I completely agree, and I'm I'm, I'm film school, the, like, lame here. The one thing about um, the director's cut that I like much better than the theatrical is Walter Hill does the uh, voiceover narration in the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. and I fucking love it because he talks about the... Um, the Greek stuff. The Greek stuff. Yeah. yeah. There's like a thousand, en- uh, thousand miles with enemies on all sides, a thousand enemies until safety. There's, there's a story of courage. And then it flips and it just shows you like the, the wonder wheel, and it's like, this too is a story of courage. I'm just like... Oh god, I get chills from that intro. It's so it's good. It's such a creative. You know what? Fuck it. I like directors cut better. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, do you want to start a sub series with me, where um, we just record ourselves playing the entirety of the Warriors video game and it's have commentary? I'm down with that. We Let's can do, do it. it. We can stream it on Twitch. If it's on Twitch, it's per- done. Perfect. Done and done. Yeah, playing a video game that's thirteen. No, years just old. the audio of the video game. <laughs> they don't get to watch that shit. Oh, it's such a good game too. Like you teach us, like like you guys are like raiding and shit, and you like like steal you steal car stereos. <laughs> it's a the, mini game to steal car stereos. I remember it's the awesome. one thing was like fighting the hi hats to get the right size hat. I think so. Yeah. How many of the gangs and the warriors can you name? <laughs> we'll play. Let's, it go, like... let's go. Let's go around Robin. All right. The riffs. The rogues. Nope. No. No. no, no. Oh. Round Robin. Riffs. The rogues. Van Cortland Rangers. Oh, nice. Lizzie's. Um. Uh, baseball Furies. Turnbull ACs. Uh, the Orphans. The Punks. The Jones Street Boys. The... Ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, we got, we got around a couple times. I'm happy yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. I feel disappointed. I just looked at all their fucking ugly mugs for a long time. That's fine. <laughs> they mentioned a lot more of them in the trailer. Did there... Ooh, I mean, I they one. wrote out yeah. a million the boppers. Oh, the boppers. I think, uh, they did try and incorporate bopping and boppers as like a slang word throughout the movie. Unless the, the like, woman yeah. in the beginning of the movie, like the chief from uh, uh, Carmen San Diego. The DJ is one of the coolest parts. How it's like the, I love that the connecting tissue of the movie. I love her like mouth and teeth. Yeah, it's on the poster. Yeah, and her, and her what's the other thing? Um, when she like plays the songs, like the first song she plays, and then at the end where she's like. Sorry about all that. Guess not. <laughs> the only thing we can do is play you a song, and then like, you just yeah. get like um, that's like Tom Petty or some shit. The, it's, no, no, it's, it's the Eagles. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Eagle. yeah. I don't know. If it's, I think it's solo. Not, it's not. Yeah, is it Henley. The, no, is it Don Henley? I know it's in the city. It might not be Henley. It's one of their solo guys. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. But yeah, the first song, it's like you can't run. I love that the riff. I don't you know, know if it's just the riffs. They're sending messages through the DJ station. Yep. Makes me think of like Reservoir Dogs. Joe Walsh. With yeah. the uh, with the DJ. Yeah. Uh, oh, 
That's so good. I think in the video game, I think about the, the Destroyers. I, you know what? I didn't watch it in 1984, but the, a movie we did before, I think this would be a really good pairing with uh, Guide to Recognizing Your Saints. I could see that. A more, like, Guide to Recognizing Your Saints is a more dramatic, intimate warriors. Mm-hmm. Just another... But with social... I'm glad you picked stylish. 84, though, because... My pick Ryan. was Miami Connection, which wasn't that. Which is also it's I an awesome gang movie in the eighties yeah. that I was looking for. <laughs> I, Ryan, have you seen Miami Connection? No. Ah, you would fucking love it. Yeah, you have to. I think you have to see if a crowd though, because the super <coughs> slow-paced taekwondo scenes, you're like. I don't know. I watched it by myself. Uh, but I'm up class of '84. Ryan, you've got to watch okay. it. It's actually really good. I I, I couldn't believe it. 80s, violent 80s movie, you got me. Guys, let's wrap it up then. What are you watching lately? Um, so, like I said, uh, the only thing, uh, yesterday when I was like having dinner with the wife, she wanted to watch Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Mm. Still good. Awesome. Still, Great movie. Still funny. Um, see Jason Segel's Good dick. It's good dick. probably <laughs> the most charming out of the Judd Apatow production, like that I team. I think so. Um, I definitely prefer Five Year Engagement. I love Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Five-Year Engagement, I think, I, is a perfect movie. I do like Five-Year Engagement quite a bit, but this is like the perfect balance of heart and humor, I mm-hmm. feel. Um, Five-Year Engagement is heartbreaking. Um, That's why I like it. That movie really got... The Five-Year Engagement really got to me really because good. of my, my wife's profession and mine are both yeah, you're, accurately... You're a rep- cook. <laughs> <laughs> who has, it's the jobs. Who has the food truck and the psychiatrist. Yeah. So it's, it's really funny. Um... And then what she put on last night, and what I was doing was, after Five Year Engagement was over, I, I whipped out one of my bartending books, because new menu's been out for three weeks now, so you know what that means. It's time to go off my ass and write another menu. Yeah. So I was doing my early research uh, while I was reading my book while she put on this show, and this show, which I was really not interested in, uh, made me close the book and start watching it. Uh, she put on the first episode of Penny Dreadful. And oh, I heard that's great. It's pretty Same. fucking good. Like I watch anything Evergreen. We just got done with Alienist, and this is similar, like same time period, and it's like dealing with like more supernatural shit. Mm. And I love ghosts and aliens and werewolves and vampires yeah. and all that shit. I can do it. So we watched the first episode, and I'm I'm that's gonna be the new binge show between us. I think uh, is that uh, Ethan Hawke in it, right? No, no it's, it's not Ethan Hawke. Uh, Hartnett. Yes. yes. Josh miss him. I'm uh, I'm playing my favorite uh, Ava Green game, which is Countdown to Her Tits, because she <laughs> how, shows her tits and ev- everything she does. I only watched the first episode. Okay. So I'm I'm She's just so waiting great. until she shows her titties, because like I said, she does that in like everything. The only thing she didn't do it in was the James Bond movie, I but she was like it. wet in the shower, and you kind of saw the outline of the nips. So I also miss Peregrine movies because they're for kids. Hmm. Yeah, I could go for Casino Royale. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, I will check back with you about Penny Dreadful, but so far, first episode, like, usual rule of thumb is where, uh, the first episode of any TV show is usually the worst. Mm-hmm. This was pretty fucking good. All That's right. a good sign. Ryan, have you finished The Punisher? Nope. What? <laughs> the only, t- the only, the only entertainment I consumed Did you this even week, try? <laughs> the only entertainment I consumed this week was last night. Okay. And that was because, like, oh, let's watch a movie and, like, you know, cuddle up together and, like, hang out for a couple hours. We actually thought recording was last night, so I was going to try and, like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to send her away. And I can this <laughs> 1984 movie Just out. Just watch on your phone. Then, it's on yeah. YouTube. You can watch it. Oh, it is. I rented yeah. it. Shit. I should just... Yeah, it's like, yeah. fucking And then they put the Warriors on Hulu. Yeah, I watched on Hulu so last like, night. Perfect. Yeah, Damn. it worked out great for me. How did you like the... Tyler, how did you like the end of Punisher? Um... 
Loved it. I loved the whole series. Loved it. I thought it was great. It's great. I, definitely one of the best things Marvel has ever done. Word. Beauty. So what else are you watching? Um, haven't been watching too much. I recently moved, so just been dealing with that kind of shit. Um, I recently introduced my roommate to the show Shameless. I don't know if you guys have watched that. I watched the episodes. first two seasons, and then as much as I was enjoying it, it got too painful. You mean it just got more depressing? Yeah, it, it got so hard to watch, watching these people, like, hurt themselves. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, when it was like, oh, what, what season is it with, uh, with, uh, um, Lip's girlfriend's baby coming out not quite yeah yeah um, that's the end of season two yeah after that i'm like oh, i that, can't i can't take this anymore. so this, heartbreaking this, but this, it's so good it hurts my stomach watching that show but it's because it's so good that it does yeah that show at first is more comedy less drama and then it slowly and slowly starts to become the... more drama yeah, less then comedy it cuts a whole the comedy is insanely good though yeah Love Lip. I wanted to be Lip. Lip's the man. He's fucking man. Absolutely. And then Kevin V are the coolest couple. Yeah. You should um, watch it. I think you'd like it. I've watched a couple episodes. I know, yeah, and we didn't get like beyond it. There's a couple of shows that we've tried to watch together, and either I don't like or she doesn't like. If we don't both like it off the first episode, we're not following the path. So. Couple um, life. Otherwise, um, I've been watching Community again because I love that show. Um, like I told you, I watched Annihilation and was in love with it. Mm -hmm. um, Shape of Water recently. That was really good. Yeah, I watched that. I like that a lot. It. Um, I watched this fucking garbage movie, The Titan, on Netflix with Sam Worthington. The premise nope. was, <laughs> there's no more room left for us on Earth. We can't grow food anymore. There's too many so people. we're going to the moon so of Saturn. Yeah. So they had to, like, change evolution and they were going to, like make superhuman that can live on titan it was i'm not even gonna bother it. It was it was the fucking only terrible. reason i knew that titan was a moon of a planet is because i play video games it's destiny i'm yeah okay. i'm a complete <laughs> failure of the public school system the movie was bad it was a cool premise it was probably a really good book and then they were like let's not do any of that i yeah. can dig it I was bummed because Sam Worthington just did that manhunter show that was really good oh he's in the that I show i gotta watch where that. is sam worthington in that manhunt unabomber Oh, or my. Uh, He's the guy. Who, the through line, dude. That's a great show. People Man, should watch it. So good. Actually, you can't you watch it. Okay, but you would hate it. Oh, thank are you, you. Are you talking David about David Fincher's? Yeah. Mind like Hunter. Yeah. Mind fucking awesome. Wait, what were you talking about? Manhunter? Manhunt. Oh, okay. Never mind. It's, it's Manhunt colon Unabomber. So it's gonna be like an anthology series. Oh. Okay. It's not a documentary or anything. Okay, I was thinking. Mindhunter something totally. Mindhunter is really good. Mindhunter Mind Hunter he would hate though because he hates David Finn. He hates Gone Thank Girl. Thank you, Ryan. You don't like Gone Girl? No. Ryan does this thing where he knows that the more someone tells me to watch something popular, the more I don't want to do it. So he helps me out by telling me I'd hate it, which makes me want to watch it. Like Stranger Things? He would fucking hate that. Thank you, Ryan. My friend was flying back from uh, Texas the other night and she sat next to Dustin from Stranger Things. Oh, one see the, uh, the 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 B girl. Hmm. It's Brie. No, oh. it's not Brie. <laughs> I was like, really? Why didn't I hear about this? Oh. No, just a coincidence. I it heard was, it was female a female in Texas. No, no it was a layover <laughs> flight. Um, but yeah, I was just like, I probably, I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't bug him with Stranger Things stuff because he probably would doesn't know it. I think the, the like, what's the only thing you really do with like famous people is like, hey, big fan. Not gonna bug yeah. you. I just want to say I'm a big fan. Thank you for your you work. Appreciate say, it. I'm gonna go back. Hi, to... are you this person? I'm such a big fan of your work. 
you're amazing. You brought joy to my life. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, now you can go back to what you're doing. If yeah. I'm sitting next to you on the flight, I won't bother you anymore. I'm just Never say their catchphrase to their face. I'm just going to sit here and read Time Magazine. I would have told that kid his mouth was really vulgar in that show. <laughs> he said bitch like 15 times. <laughs> Unbelievable. like that young man. You can't even buy him a beer, though, because he's like fucking 10. Buy him a I'd buy him a beer. I don't know fuck. <laughs> Like, how old are you? 13? Just trying to get these kids drunk on a plane. I think I more coke than anyone, like, all of us combined. It's like, yo, let me get two vodkas down here. See if this boy's down to party. And if he turns <laughs> it down, be like, no, you fucking drink You me. drink this vodka! Uh, so what have you been watching, Gabriel? Um, guys, so <laughs> After our see. angry forcing uh, yes. black liquor down a child's throat. Um, yeah, that kid was never seen again, I don't think. Yeah, must not be. I mean, like, there's, those bathrooms are so small. A little bit more. Thank you. Um, quick thing I want to bring up to you, Ryan. I, I was telling Daniel, I think we did it on air. I'm like... There's, I saw on the news two things that I'm like, I gotta tell Ryan! And I forgot all of them, except okay. one. Okay. Ryan, did you hear that Butcher was cast in The Boys show? What? They cast Butcher? They cast Butcher. Who is it? Do you want to play a guessing game? I'm going to tell you. I want you to tell me. Okay. It is Bones from Star Trek. It is Carl Urban. Really? Carl, Carl Urban? Urban is playing Butcher in the Boys. You know I'm, what? I'm, I'm not okay mad about yeah, that. Yeah, I read that and I'm like, if yeah. Beef, if he beefs okay. up, I can fuck with it. Yeah, he, he's fucking British, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. My, uh. Fucking, dr- fucking Judge Dredd? Yeah, okay. I always imagine, like. I, I always wanted Russell Crowe. I was just gonna say, Russell Crowe or Gerard Butler. Thank you. That's the cool. shots posting. Too bad Simon Pegg's too fucking old now to do it. I know, they, yeah. they cast who's, uh, who's playing Wee Hoogie? Uh, I forget, I saw it. It's somebody who's like, I, I was, I'm not familiar with his work. Yeah. Um, I'll look it up quick. Ron, can we officially starting next episode, start our segment, The Boys Are Back in Town, where we go about talking about the boys every week, because we were doing it anyway for weeks. Yeah, you should definitely do that. Tyler, anytime you want to call in and leave a voicemail for having you yeah, chime you're, in. You're a big fan of The Boys. The yeah. Boys is what really do, got me into comics. We'll do a boys segment every week. If you Every time you want to just chime chime in, we'll call you or call in and leave a voicemail saying, hey guys, Tyler here. What's up with fucking this guy? Alright, bye. It'd be great. I'm down. So 2019... Uh, oh, also, nothing about that? That I was worried about... Wait, who's... Sorry, go ahead. I was worried about uh, knowing that, uh, that Seth Rogen is doing it, but turns out, they're only kind of producing it. Eric Kripke, who made Supernatural, which the first five seasons of Supernatural um. are genuinely amazing really so yeah i have the fucking tattoo kind Damn. of embarrassingly <laughs> no it's for my friend in... not so much about the show but the guy like that guy if he steps up his fucking game it might actually be really good if um if rogan and goldberg are actually just the money people and eric kripke is putting the show together it might actually be good i really like erin moriarty as january as that's your we i can't picture okay. her okay that's Wee Hooey? Yeah. You know, like Aaron Moriarty for... Jack Quaid from, from, from the... Uh, whatever series? Hunger Games. I don't remember. Uh, I saw the first one. Didn't yeah, like it. I, 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 I was on my phone all throughout the rest of the movies. Um, I actively made yeah, fun of him. As much them. as Seth Rogen and uh, Goldberg... Evan Goldberg, is that his Yeah. Dude, what's your opinion on Preacher? As much as they butchered the script, they still did something cool that... I'm sure it's a great show for people that didn't read the source material. Mm. Which you can't deprive you can't deprive them so. of that. That's awesome. Yes, I can. I'm, I, <laughs> honestly, Preacher's probably my favorite graphic novel. Same. Or story. What's your there, favorite, really? 
Yeah, like there was there was a couple years where like our circle of friends were like really really deep into like comics, mm-hmm. like I'd say probably twenty eleven to like twenty thirteen, mm-hmm. like a solid two years where like we were going like weekly maybe, and like we were all buying shit and then just trading it around and like cool. reading all this shit. So like Preacher was one that was in heavy rotation. The Boys was in heavy rotation. Walking and then Dead. Walking Dead was big. Yeah, remember early for a little Walking bit. Dead? The show was fucking awesome at first. Only the comics. I no, never watched like, the show. The comics, the comics were good until like issue 100. After that, it just got like... Is that until, Alexandria? Un- until yeah, Negan. That was, that was, I was out. Then like all, after, after All Out War is when it yeah, like after stopped. The prisons, That's when I stopped. Prison one, like, like when it, that, 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 that spread of like just Carl and what's his fucking face, main guy? Rick. Rick. Just the two of them, like, oh, dead baby. No, the comic's yeah. way better than the show. As pretentious yeah. as that sounds. I, I hate that pretentiousness that, like, we bring. Because we're, we're the same bro. people who are like, the book is so much better. Like, okay, it's not just is. reading. You're seeing the visual images. And, like, yeah. like, there are so many moments in, like, Preacher yeah. that sell so much better. Like, uh, there's a moment in the comic that, like, made me, like, openly tear up. Um, I don't know if you, you probably don't have the same reaction to this moment that I do, but I thought it was awesome. So it's, uh, when they first encounter, uh, are encountering the scene of all killers mm-hmm. and you know, the Cassidy, the vampires in the back of the truck and Jesse's like trying to talk to him and Cassidy just yells like Jesse. And there's all you see is like her sideline pointing and it just like looks at him and, uh, uh, I forget what his fucking line of dialogue is. Oh, God damn it, I have to fucking pull it up. Like, <laughs> now that I'm like drinking, I'm forgetting exactly what it is he says. Preacher's but like, so they, they have a plan together where she's like, you better not like leave me behind again. And he was like, you know, matter of fact, I was planning on having you as my backup. And uh, she like was like, she just starts like, okay, let's go and kisses him. And then the next issue opens with, again, he's, uh, uh, Cass- no, not Cassie, uh, Tulip saying, you know, do we have a plan? And just looks back at him, he's like, Nope, and they're just both walking Bad. towards certain death together. Just fucking. Uh, oh, it's so Ryan bad. is getting emotional right now. Yeah, I'm getting. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting an erection. I'm getting emotional. I thought there was some cool stuff that they did do with the show, like how they ho- took the whole. Um, oh my god. What is the meat guy's name? Mm. Quinn Cannon. Yeah, that whole Quinn Can- Quinn Cannon stuff was so cool. What they did with it. They Throw have, meat, and they gave him the whole backstory. Well, yeah, they didn't have that. I didn't think they were going to have that. I was hoping they would. I really liked that whole storyline. Um, I thought that the casting of Joseph Gilgun as Cassidy was perfect. He's pretty perfect, actually. He's like, the guy uh, from Misfits? Yeah. I like if Ruth. If we're thinking uh, of the same movie, it's like a British... Or he, I think he's in This Is England. Uh, I think he's got the... the in, in Cassidy, the vampire? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, um, he's in the TV show Misfits. He plays Rudy. Which is why I knew him from. I'm like, that fucking guy, he'd be great as Cassidy. Ruth, from the Ross, I, like the, I like the casting for all three of them. Yeah. Like Ruth, Ruth Nega. Ruth Nega. As, she crushes uh, it. And like that, uh, I've heard from a friend who was reading Preacher when it came out that like he, that somewhere he had read that Ka- uh, Tulip was originally written as a black woman. Mm. Cool. So I was happy to see like, oh, cool. Like she doesn't need to be like some white blonde chick. Like I don't give yeah. a fuck. Like you can change that character's backstory. Just keep the backstory of her and her, you know, Growing up with a single parent, the same, and I don't yeah. care. Ryan, how many volumes is Preacher? Nine. How many volumes is The Boys? Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Do you want to do a well comic exchange thing where 
you, I believe you've promised me the volumes of Preacher in the past a year ago. Yeah, I did. To no fruition. I have. You know which one I told him he'd like better? Transmet. I will never read it. I know it's Sean's favorite. Um, I think you would you would really get behind Transmetropolitan because he is a writer who's like a fucking addict. Right. And he's really... Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I tend to have a strong hesitation towards Grant Morrison, but... It's not Grant Morrison. Who's Transmetropolitan? That's... Uh, Warren Ellis. Yeah. Oh, word. Uh, authority. The, yeah, he did the authority. Okay. The one you're thinking of is uh, the the Invisibles. That's Grant Morrison. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck, what's that? I never read the name of the other one. We were such fucking Vertigo nerds. <laughs> like, all of our all of our titles that we love were like Vertigo. Vertigins. Two of my favorite smaller ones are uh, Why the Last Man and Chew. You know, there's you oh, those? dude. My dream has been to adapt chew to a series they made a fucking board game out of it they did yeah it was at comic con i was collecting all the all the graphic novels up until like uh space cakes where uh, his sister (laughs) uh encounters the vampire and then uh i someone stole my copy of it and that's that i stopped buying trades but since then, I've I've loved Chu. I've I've gone at length to yeah. Ryan about I have a script so idea creative. based around Chu, and it's fucking amazing. The last thing we were talking about was when we were at the Punk Rock Exchange and we were like walking, yeah. and you were telling me about Chu. You yeah, gotta tell oh, me your so plans good. for that because I love that. It's so original. Oh, that's why I love graphic novels because that's like a venue or not a venue, a platform for just mm-hmm. like crazy original amazing ideas. Amazing visual storytelling. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, where you don't have to pay like actors. You can just get a good artist, draw and pay him well, and write your story. Yeah. And even if you want it to be an actor, just like what's his face for We Simon, Huey was based Simon on Simon Pegg. Pegg. Yeah. Although it kind of oh. Simon Pegg in now. space too specifically. Yeah. But circling all the way back, I saw Isle of Dogs. That looked really cool. Yay or nay? Fucking yay as fuck. Okay. If it, 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 it sounds like you're offering me cocaine, which is the answer is yes. That's the third time brought up cocaine on the show. Anyway, more butter um, sugar. Yeah, yeah. No, I love dogs. Um, well, snot that, shot. That's funny. <laughs> Little that's devil's really dandruff. Um, I love dogs is animation and puppets and dogs and nonstop Kurosawa references. So it was an automatic Cat boner. Cat for you. Yeah, automatic boner, no matter what. And it's super, super lovely. It's playing at our local art house theater. Highly recommend you see it. Mm. I'm down. It was delightful. You said a dog-friendly showing on, like, yesterday yeah. or Monday? Um, yesterday. Oh, wait, yesterday was, it was yesterday. Daniel and I, I insisted, hey, Daniel, let's go see it. And he said, not if we're going to the fucking dog screening. <laughs> Daniel's a cat person. Like, he has two dogs, too. Who? They're are... not his. He hates them. Oh, the he one... loves them out of obligation. The one hates me. Yeah. No, he loves you. Just wants attention. No, that one always, like, tries to kill me. The dogs? The dog does. The one dog. She's more time. Mm. Okay, fair enough. But see, I love dogs. It's lovely. All right. Um, anything else, or should we reveal this winner? Maybe we should reveal the winner, actually. Let's do it. Yeah, now that it's been at the end. Um, yeah, We've been up. going for quite a while. All right, quite so um, before we dive into exactly who wins our contest, Tyler, do you want to tell us a little, or show Ryan, what was the contest? The contest was, uh, you know, giving us some love on social media, essentially. Um, I don't want to break into how many people were actually in, but there were quite a few. Quite uh, a few. Quite a few. Um, some people did not follow the parameters, so <laughs> we, we narrowed that number down to the people who actually followed all the rules. Um, after sifting through, 
we've uh, picked someone who we think is going to be the appropriate winner. Mm-hmm. I think someone who will uh, appreciate this work of art. Um, how do you want to have this? Uh, if uh, if you're listening, get in touch with us. If not, we'll just uh, I think we'll we'll send a private message. We'll, we'll to this post person. this. We'll post on Thursday, and then on Friday, if they don't listen, um, I will send them a message along with all necessary shipping information. Yes. So, for the custom Warriors poster designed by the wonderful Tyler Martis, our winner is the Instagram name. VHS underscore dungeon. Yay! VHS dungeon. Congratulations. Congratulations, uh, man. You've won. Um, We hope this is going to be a a wonderful addition to your collection. Uh, We'll be in touch if you're not in touch with us quickly. If you're not in touch with us quickly and you don't want it, then it's going to distillery. Yes. Deal. Done. Yeah. That's that's what's happening. So we have a secondary person lined up if uh, you don't respond within 24 hours of us getting in touch with you. Yes. Yeah, I want to say thank you to Ryan and Gabe for oh, thank you, being thank awesome. You. Thank you, appreciate it. I'm glad we could cross-promote and do, make something awesome together to get yeah, everyone's, fans. Everyone's been really digging your stuff online. Yeah. Every time I, I've seen it been uh, retweeted by AMP. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, that was really... Posters, they that are amazing. re-insted? I think that's nice. They were. Yeah, them and Poster Spy are like pages that put up alternative movie posters. That's, that's so kind of like awesome. the... To get to the nerdy facts of it, they're called like alternative movie posters and... Like the whole world of Mondo, and then there's mm-hmm. other um, printing shops slash galleries. Like your work is currently hanging in my apartment, mm-hmm. which I'm very like, happy to see. It is, like it is Mondo quality work. In, I, in my eyes. I, I, I think it, you're one of the. I think you're one of the most talented uh, graphic designers I've seen doing like these kind of like alternative movie posters. Some of them are like really subdued. You really can tell you took a lot of time making this, and I'm super appreciative you've it, done it for us, and it's. Uh, the one you've done for me before, the uh, Scott Pilgrim one, is one of my favorite pieces of art that I have hanging here, and the Warriors one just looks super sexy. I think anyone who uh, would receive it should be proud to have it hanging in their home. Well, that means a lot, man. I really appreciate no, it's, that. You're, you're, you're a master at your craft, sir. It's outstanding work. Thank you. And thank you to all the people that uh, submitted into the contest. I'm sorry you couldn't all get one. Um, it means a lot to hear your kind words about my work, and uh, there's keep more coming Keep following because I'm sure you're going to keep having uh, stuff that you're goofing around with, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if we plan on doing another one of these, we'll, you know, make a smaller time period to promote for it. <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited to make more stuff and uh, give it away. Yeah. Excellent. Cool. Everyone, definitely please follow um, follow Tyler on Instagram, T underscore Martis on Instagram, because the work's just great. Thank you. Yes, he's an amazing guy. Makes amazing things. Yes. Um, yeah, we're excited to see what you do next. So, so um, that's about it. Thank you again, Tosh, so much for yeah, being our guest. Thank you. For taking the time. time out of your day to watch Class of 1984. Something Oops. that all of us couldn't quite do, but that's Almost okay. all of us. <laughs> have to, we'll, we'll bring you back on another time when we're not promoting yeah, a poster. We'll, we'll have you we'll come back over. and we'll do it again, and then we'll do another movie. All right. Well, if we're going to bring that up, I want to pitch to you guys. Ooh. I want to do at least a series. I don't have to be the guest that comes back for these. Okay. It could just be you guys. But a series of three themed movies, like how you guys did the Shane Blacklist. Okay. Called Folsom Prison Blues, where you Ooh. do prison movies. Two of them being Brawl and Selbach 99. Hell which yeah. Is fucking awesome. Coming up next week. Redeeming Nicholas Winding Reffin, however you say his name, with Bronson. 
That's Ooh, a good one. Now Ryan loves Bronson. I love Not Bronson. on me ass, in me ass, quicker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> quicker, quicker, quicker. And then, I don't know what the third one would be. Have <laughs> you seen, my good sir, A Prophet? I have not. A Prophet is this fucking tremendous French film about an immigrant in a French prison who scraps, gathers information, grinds, steals, kills this everything impossible to get ahead in his prison life. It's one of the most brutal, outstanding, brilliant prison films I've ever seen. Check out A Prophet. So So maybe we'll do that. Yeah. So another possibility for our summer marathon, we have food films and we have prison films. Or fuck it, we'll do all of them maybe. Yeah, we could do. Double, I don't care. We could do a double back to back. Yeah. yeah. Summer movie marathons. I mean, awesome. I do like it. Um, other than that, you can find me at the bookstore Speakeasy at three three six Adams Street, Southside Bethlehem one eight zero one eight every Friday Saturday night and sometimes Wednesdays. I don't know how that's gonna work anymore going yeah, into the yeah, summer, yeah. but definitely on Friday Saturdays. Slinging drinks and uh, hanging out. Uh, Slinging gin and dorsing sin. Yeah, that's what I do. Uh, other than that, you can follow me on Instagram at Tango Light Cash for pictures of my cat and cocktails and my own cock. Not my own cock. Sorry. Talking kales. Yeah, talking kales. Whatever. Yeah. 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 I can Things do. like that. Uh, Gabriel. Listeners, please follow me on the Instagram at babymara 5 at the very end of it. Besides that, please listen to Slow Readers, the other Top Gallant radio show, where Daniel, William, Michael, and I discuss books, books, video games, books, life, media, and books. Besides that, finally, Top Gallant Radio has merch. So yeah. we have the t-shirts that I made for these fine folks and also myself. Guys, I have to admit that I was a little embarrassed to discover this. Daniel pointed out that my logic was flawed. And the very last shirt I made for him, I think he planned this, is a plain black one with the flyer logo on it. And it was beautiful. So, there's shirts. There is sex and violence shirts. They look really fucking cool. They're on the Instagram and they're on our website. So, if you want to buy a fucking t-shirt, come check it out. Yes, yeah. we're doing that now. Daniel and I are working on Slow Readers bookmarks and a shirt of our own. So cool. check that shit out. Righteous. And that about does it. Word. So we'll see you next week for another movie. Thanks for listening, guys. Sweet brawl. We'll see you yeah. next time. Is it going to be that? Yeah, that and fun? shout out to The Whip Around for... Uh, oh, oh, yes! Yeah. Oh, yeah, we, let's do that. Um, the Whip Around actually <laughs> also has another poster to give away. So go search them in iTunes uh, at uh, The Whip Around. And that's Whip Around. Uh, whip Around is one word. Yes. Because if you split it up, they, you get a Fox News thing. Don't want that. Yeah, don't want that. <laughs> no. Unless you, like... Lean to the right, then. Yeah, if you're a weird, grody film aficionado who has right-leaning tendencies, then cool. I saw a truck on the way over here that it was covered in the most contradictory posters. It was all monster energy and also let's go hunting and also um, fuck conservatism. It was weird. That's bizarre. Libertarian? Uh, Whatever. Anyway. If you want to win another, the other (laughs) chance to win the other poster from Mr. Tyler Martyrs, go check out uh, The Whip Around and see what they, uh, how to win win theirs. Thank you VHS underscore Dungeon for following the rules and you get a poster. Guys, thank you again Tyler. Um, See you fucking next week for Brawl so much. Sounds good. Thank you everybody. Bye.